Leading Sport Stories of the Day on SAFM. Thank you, as promised. Now, let's talk to the president of KZN Athletics, Mr. Silo Mukwena. A lot of you called us last night just trying to understand where the money goes to, and Mr. Mukwena has been kind enough uh, to come and answer your questions. Uh, good evening, uh, Mongameli, and welcome to SAFM. Uh, thank you for having me on your great show, Taviso, and uh, good evening to yourself and uh, the listeners of AS, uh, SAFM, as well as your guest, Bruce Wallet. Thank you. How's the vibe that side, firstly, going into the weekend now? Uh, we, we, we hardly winking sleep uh, through excitement and, and other pressures, but positive pressures. Everything is going very well. Runners have started streaming in from yesterday. Uh, the entire province is, province is in a bath uh, on the comrades' um, vibe and so forth. It, it's going extremely well, Tabitha. I read one of the articles where you were interviewed this week and you described the comrades as no ordinary marathon. It's a phenomenon. What did, what did you mean by that? Look, it's a beast. It has a life of its own, Tabiso, and I think your guest will attest to this. Mm. Um, some of us have run it. Um, it's, a, it's an event where um, you don't talk much mm. at the start. You know, you, you don't tell it. it you don't tell it your plans um, because uh, you know it can change its mood along the way. And uh, if it's in bad mood, uh, you're in trouble. And when you're running, you, you glance at your watch um, and you realize maybe you're a minute or two minutes behind schedule. You don't, you don't panic, you know. You, mm. you, you don't panic and shift gears and because uh, soon you'll run out of gears and out of gas. And it's a deadly combination. So you never know. It, it throws curveballs at you. It's a beast on its own. <laughs> uh, so people are talking about uh, the prospects of a record or finishing at this time or that time or that time. No. Comrades mm. decide. It has a life of its own. You were telling a story about Bruce Fordyce never looking at the record or going out there to break the record. He's always referred to that, and um, he's, he's been always very emphatic uh, that, uh, you know, you start the race, he never thought about the record. And somewhere around Ramond or halfway, and people start shouting, you know, those who carry calculators, you know, the armchair experts, and mm. they start saying, well, you know, looks like the pace is slow, and uh, the record is not on the card, and... And he says, you feel good in the second half. And, and all of a sudden, uh, towards the end, five kilometers to go, they start to say, oh, 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 you know what? The record now is on. You know, they change their minds along the way. So it's, it's very un- unpredictable. Extremely mm. unpre- it's not a 100-meter sprint. Yeah. It is a 90-kilometer run through a very tough route between two cities of Devon and Peter Maritzburg. And talking about those cities, Mr. Mukwena, we spoke to the Northwest University last night. They were breaking down that economic study of the comrades uh, for us. And the question that kept coming was how and if the sport and development in KZN benefits from this money. And that's why we called you. Are you able to break it down for us, how how, how, how KZN Athletics benefits from the comrades? I'm I'm certainly um, ready to talk about it. But I think I need to take you back a step or two. And it Mm. ties up with your theme of tonight, uh, Spot On, mm. whereby we want to you know, talk about the, the legions um, of, 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 of sport. Uh, Comrades, the marathon itself has, has its own legions. In other words, you know, and, and your legions are not necessarily those who are in the top 10 or top 15. Um, it's a storyline around running the entire event. And, and this evening, I just want to mention a few mm. um, you know, that I want to talk about. We, in, in KZN, we do have uh, five runners um, who have been running for many, many years. And among themselves, um, Tabiso, you know, five of them have 215 medals. You yeah. know, very Holland. It starts from 40, He's doing his 46th, eh? Rogers. 
Right? Five of them have 215 medals. And Barry's doing 40, which, which, um, how many has he done? 26? No, no, no. The, 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 Barry Holland, for an example, has done, for, uh, has done 45. He's going for his 46. He's going for 46, marathon. yes. That, that's right. Wow. So he's going for his 46. Mm. And, and there are five of them. And the, among the five of them, they have 215 medals. You know, so it's it's unprecedented. Dave uh, Dave Rogers, Clive uh, Crowley, mm. uh, Dave Lowe, and and they are still ticking. You know, they they, they still are young at heart. Mm. And you know, just to indicate this phenomenon called uh, a comrades marathon, and just dissect it, we also have a lot of celebrities. We have a lot of high profile names. Mm. You know, I can mention a, a few. You know, radio person. Personality, radio and TV personality, Reddy Kabi, mm. um, the, the deputy um, higher education uh, minister, Butima Namela, who are running this year. Mm. Uh, so there are those people who are making it, uh, it what it is. And how can we forget the first black person to win a silver medal mm. or any medal whatsoever um, officially in 1979? Sadly, he's passed on, Vincent Rakabele. Mm. And of course, Jose Charlie, who himself diced and danced with uh, Bruce Fordyce for many, many years and made Comrades Marathon very, very popular in the townships. So th- those are the people who, who made this event what it is. You know. mm. Then we have the newcomers, the people who are now coming in and pushing the boundaries, the, the David Hatebes and so forth. But coming back to your question regarding uh, the economic impact of, of the event, it, the event is only second to to to, to the Devon July in, in in Devon. I'm talking about Necess- mm-hmm. not necessarily in the province. Mm-hmm. In the province of KwaZulu Natal, it generates up to 700 million. And for Etewin alone, um, we're talking about 355 million, of which uh, 450 million would would be the Devon July, which is slightly higher than than the Comrades Marathon. Now you're asking, where does this money goes? Mm. This, this, this is money in, in, direct and in, in direct and indirect spending, um, you know, um, shopping, indirect uh, spending, um, tourism, mm. um, hotel accommodation, mm-hmm, yes. and, uh, food and beverages, um, and, and so to, to boost the economy of, mm. of the country, of, sorry, of, of the, the municipality. But what does athletics get or the sport get in return? A very, very good question. We, we hope we could get more. But mm. funding structures for sport is, is such that you're, funding, you're funded in, in two ways, directly by the sport and recreation, either from national or from the provincial level. So each, each province will have sport and recreation uh, mm. department that will be funding sport in and, and various ways and, and through, uh, you know, you put proposals, what you're doing, projects and so forth. Now, municipalities are the center of sport, any, any sport anywhere in the world, Tabiso. The reason being they own um, infrastructure that yeah. you need. You know, it doesn't matter if you're rugby or you're you athletics. Uh, they, they own the stadium. They own, um, they own the route, uh, for an example. Mm. They have to have the, 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 the people to come up and, um, and, 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 and uh, you know, like Metropolis. Um, assist along the route. Yes. Um, you, so they fund you indirectly. And where we could be, um, or, or, or we feel that more could be done, is in maintaining those facilities. Municipalities uh. often, not necessarily in one province or an- another, often don't maintain those facilities as well as they should. Those that are highly maintained or well-maintained, you'll find that they usually have ex- external sponsors uh, in terms of naming rights, you know, your mm. S&B, uh, Stadia, and uh, your 
Johnson and Rugby Stadium, Devon and so forth. Those mm-hmm. are well maintained because they have external funding. It costs a lot of money to maintain a stadium, uh, by the way. So we, we get funded directly and indirectly. And, we, uh, you know, obviously it could be more. But uh, we're quite grateful for what we get. Mm, so, so basically, you're saying the spin-off from the comrades goes to local government, who then fund KZN Athletics. It, it goes to the private sector in the main. Mm-hmm. Um, it goes to BNBs, um, hotels, um, mm. um, food outlets, um, um, in, 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 in food and beverages, uh, in, in spending. And then, what KZN Athletics get is uh, directly. Often, people don't realize this mm. directly from runners themselves. So we have a levy. It's like a tax. It's like yes. um, a vet, and people often don't like that. You know, for every entry that 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 a runner pays to enter the the, 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 the event, fifteen um, percent uh, goes to development, goes directly to the federation, goes mm. to KZN Athletics uh, to do development. Because if we don't do development, we'll have Comrades Marathon, but we won't have Bongmusam Tembo, mm. we won't have Gift Kele because we need to go back to schools. We need to start building future champions of. And this is what happened. You'd have seen over the years that uh, the Russian or, uh, or foreign dominance mm-hmm. uh, diminishing and, and, yep. and South Africa starting to take the center stages because the development work we, we got involved in about 10 years ago, uh, mm-hmm. especially you start at the younger age. Now, that needs a lot of funding to be able to do that. Of course, we go to other funders as well because we, we, you know, we raise fu- funding from National Lottery and, and and, and, and the private sector as well mm. to, to raise money so that we can do this development work. And is it, you, do you think there's more that should be done? Are you happy with this current model, Mr. Mukwena? Not necessarily, no. <laughs> Who could be? Mm. But, uh, you know, when you're talking about government, whether at local or any other level, uh, there are other competing sectors, Tabiso. Yes. You know, um, your health systems, and housing, uh, water and sanitary. There are really, really, government is grappling with serious, serious demand um, for, for funding for assistance. We as sport, um, actually we feel if we could be assisted more, mm. um, it can help a lot uh, in terms of, remember, uh, uh, health is prevention. So mm. if, 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 if we are able to get many or as many people as possible to be active, to be involved in sport, to jog, to run, uh, I think we could half the um, MEC, sorry, Minister Aron Mutsaledi's mm. budget um, of, of health, because mm. then you have less people uh, burdening the, the system. Whoa. So that's where we need yeah. we need to start working together towards that, so that the, the, the sports take center stage, especially from school level, take center stage. And it, it, it actually does more than just health and things like that. It's more, mm. it teaches young people discipline, you know, teamwork. Um, it takes them out of uh, social ills like drugs and so forth um, um, and, and alcohol abuse. So sport is central to any nation if a nation really wants to rediscover itself. And, and this is where we feel we could do ma- more uh, working together with government to ensure that uh, we have a, a winning nation. And I agree with you there, Mr. Mukwena, because we did have the Minister of Sport a couple of weeks ago and um, they actually did uh, admit that sometimes they've been using the money allocated for sporting facilities like like, like swimming pools and, okay. and all of that. They use it for something else, but they have promised that from the next uh, year or the next term of this new budget, they will ring fence the money that's supposed to be allocated to sport and they'll make sure that it's used for the right reasons. But we appreciate that you found time to speak to us. I think we'll bring you on again just to understand more uh, 
um, about this. It's quite interesting. We just have Bruce Fordas holding for us now. And um, if we don't talk to him now, he might run away from us all the way to Durban. <laughs> but Thank we really appreciate your time. Thank you very much for the opportunity. Time. And uh, Bruce Fordyce has been my uh, role model for many, many years. So um, I'm sure he has a lot of positive things to say about this sport. He's contributed. Mm. Oh, okay. I think I lost Mr. Mukwana there. I wanted him to just tell us one favorite moment of Bruce Fordyce. Are you still there, Mr. Mukwana? Okay, we've lost... Okay, his phone got cut. It's a pity. But after the break, we'll talk to Bruce Fordyce. Please call us if you have any questions, any memories for uh, the legendary Bruce Fordyce. 891 SMS 40938. WhatsApp 061-4104107. We don't do it for money. We do it to grow our business into businesses. Being bigger, being better, being the best. We don't do it for money, but we need money to grow our business. NetBank's whole view business banking approach gives you peace of mind that the best banking solutions are matched to your business needs. A dedicated team of experts take a bird's eye view to develop a deeper understanding of your business and tailor relevant financial solutions, be it financing, transacting or investing, to position your business for growth. Partner with us today and take your business to the next level. We're an authorized FSP and registered credit provider. T's and C's apply. See money differently. NetBank. SABC3 brings you blockbuster movies starting on Friday evenings at 9.30pm. Saturdays we bring you a double bill of movies at 7pm and 9.30pm respectively. Then we bring you the best of Bollywood movies on Sundays at 3pm. Movie nights only on SABC3. Sport on on SAFM. As promised, now let's speak to uh, the legendary Bruce Fordyce who joins us on the line all the way from KZN. It's been a busy day for Mr. Fordyce. Mr. Fordyce, good evening, sir, and thank you yeah. for finding time to speak to us on SAFM. Thank you, no, it's a pleasure. Thank you. I had a clip of you from a press conference today. Are you running Are you running on Sunday? What was it about? No, I was at no press conference, and I'm definitely not running on Sunday. <laughs> I am helping a friend. Oh, you're helping a friend. Yeah. Yeah, I'm seconding a friend in the race, yeah. Is that the role that you also played last year? Because I also saw you last year. Uh, last year, I simply watched the race. I mm. uh, went out with a few friends and we watched the race during the course of the day. Oh, great stuff. Now, Mr. Fordyce here on SAFM, we just use this slot on a Friday just to educate our listeners about our heroes and you're certainly one of them. Uh, but uh, Thank you. But I'm interested, though, to find out before we get into the comrades of what memories you have of your time growing up in Hong Kong till you were 13. No, 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 no. So I was born in Hong Kong and I left Hong Kong when I was three months old. Oh. So I, grew up, I grew up in the Far East and then I went to school in England for a bit and then our whole family returned to South Africa um, in 1968. Ah, I see. And, okay. and when did you start running, Mr. Bruce Fordyce? Um, you know, when we when we had to run at school, you know, for school sports day or athletics, then I would always run well. Uh, school cross country, I would do well. But uh, but serious running, I started in my second year at university when I was twenty two years old. Mm. And what made you decide to tackle comrades? Was it always one of those things you wanted to do? Um, yeah, I think comrades was something that just kept popping its head up in my subconscious mind and. I remember we had a school teacher who had run this, and then 1976, for the first time, the comrades was televised, and I saw it, and 
Yeah, it just hooked me around about that time. Mm. And was there a goal to to win nine or do thirty comrades at the time, or were oh, you just no, no, the... no, no? It was a goal to run one <laughs> and just to finish. And uh, you know, when you start off on a comrade, you're running your first comrades. I don't think you're thinking about winning it. Mm. You're thinking about staying alive and surviving. <laughs> and after coming in forty third place, did you take anything from it? What made you want to go back again? Oh, you see, comrades is a drug, you know. For, uh, so my first. First run, as you say, I was 43rd, but I knew I could go faster. So then I came back and and I improved each year for eight years. In fact, I got faster each time I came back. Mm, you, I remember you came 14th, you came third, and then you came second. Is that when you realized now that you could win this thing and, and were you starting to go for it? Yeah, once I'd come third and second, you know, once you've been in the top three, you, you, you have a right to say you can probably win. Mm. Uh, and so, I, yeah, I chased the win after that. And when you won it, the first one, 81, how was that feeling for you? Um, it was a very, uh, I was a very sad winner because I was wearing a black armband protesting yes. against the Racing Association of Apartheid. And so I uh, was a very unpopular winner. The crowd didn't like me. Mm. Um, and it, yeah, it was a sad race for me, but I, but I won and I broke the record. So it was that was enough to bring me back the second the following year. Mm. And and talking about that black armband, Mr. Bruce Fordyce, why yeah. did you feel the need to use your platform uh, to, to to do this protest? So what happened was that the Comrades Marathon uh, decided to allow itself to be incorporated in the nationalist government apartheid celebration of 20 years of apartheid. And they had tank parades and flypasts and sporting events. And the Comrades, sadly, was one of those that agreed to be part of that. And so those of us who disagreed with it, we wore a black armband to show our protest. And I'm very proud of that, the fact that I did that. I was a very unpopular winner. I had eggs and tomatoes thrown at me, and I was booed the whole way along the route. But the problem is, you don't want to make me angry because I'm a small guy, but when I get angry, I get very, very angry. And that made me a very strong runner that day. And is that uh, why? Yeah. And I won, yeah. And then you won it every after that till 88, where you're still angry. <laughs> yeah, no, no, 88. No, by then, you know, it doesn't fit. People, the crowd, they soon learn to love you. People love a winner. So after I'd won two or three, uh, the, I was very popular with the crowd, yeah. Mm. And I, I know that you were recognized by your alma mater, the University of Witwatersrand, who awarded you an honorary doctorate. And, and most of it, from what I read, was about your activism. How, how did that feel for you? Um, yeah, I, I think um, no, I think I, I, I was given the award yeah, for, for my sporting achievements and... Um, and some of and some of the political stands I've made, but also because um, I was on the I was on the uh, committee that helped to build the Origin Centre at this university, which is quite a, a famous centre about the origins of humankind and art and culture and technology, and I was involved in that. So I suppose there were a number of reasons that did it all coupled together that that they decided they'd better do something and give me an honorary doctorate or something like that. Mm. And yeah. And folklore also have it that has it that you used to arrange for kids to be delivered to political detainees at the time. Is that correct? I did. I did bring kids to one or two. Um, yeah, well, I, yeah, I wasn't allowed to bring it myself, but I did organise for running kits and athletics kits to be given to some of the detainees because what used to happen was when a detainee was about to be released, mm. the security police would start to treat him or her better, give them better food 
allow them to exercise because what they didn't want was for the detainee to take them to court and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So they would. So that was always a sign that I knew some of my friends were going to be released because they were being allowed to exercise. Wasn't there a risk? Wasn't that dangerous for you, Bruce Ford, at the time? Um, I don't think, you know, I'm, I'm, my role in, in, in something like that in the struggle is so small and minor and insignificant compared to some of the great sacrifices that people made. Um, so I don't think I was... Re- I, I, I mean, I know that the security police were, were watching me and that my f- phone was tapped and stuff like that. We know that, but I was a very minor role player in a, in a big struggle. Mm. Now, now back to your nine wins, Mr. Forrest. I'm interested to find out, do you have anyone that was your best win? And is there a reason for that? Oh, it's so difficult. You know, I've, I've got nine wins. They're like your nine children. <laughs> you know, which child do you love the best? The naughty one, the, the, the clever one, the brilliant one, the bad one. You know, they're all very close to my heart. Mm. Um, so it's very difficult for me to say. But, uh, you know, since... The, uh, on Sunday, they're running down from Peter Mansfield to Durban, and the fastest I ever ran was a down run in 1986 in five hours, 24 minutes. So that one's probably right up there near the top of the my list of favorite runs. Mm. Is there anyone that you would describe as the hardest to win? The hardest run that I ever had was 1982, down run also against Alan Robb, mm. who's the best down run of the race he's ever seen, and we raced each other in the middle of the race. We raced each other flat out for 20K before I finally got ahead of him. But it was what you could call a Pyrrhic victory. I won, but the cost was so dear. I was so shattered that uh, it took me a long time to recover from that. And a lot's also been said about your identical times that you ran in, I think it was 85 and 87. Do you also... Yeah, <laughs> that's the ultimate fluke, you know, the... That, uh, I mean, to be able to run, I don't, I don't think there's another runner. I'm not talking about a winner. I don't think there's another runner in the combat marathon that has two identical times. I stand open to correction, but I don't think it's been done by one single runner. Wow. And yet I've got two 537.01, both going up, and as you say, in 1985 and 1987. And it was a fluke. <laughs> yeah, it's a complete. I mean, you can't say yeah. so because you don't know what the what the, the, the official clock is doing. Even if you're looking at your own watch on your wrist, you, you still don't know what the official clock is doing. Mm. And and while preparing for the show, I also saw that you've got a lot of respect overseas for that London to Brighton uh, a marathon that you used to win. For the young ones, please tell us more about this one. Yes, yeah, so the London to Brighton is a race, was a race that is similar to Commerce, like the British equivalent. It's almost the same distance. It's got hills. Um, it's got a long history, and it's almost like a, uh, almost like a sibling race with the comrades, and it's in the, it's perfectly positioned because it's in September, October, um, so it gives you time to recover from comrades and build up for that. And I, I, I ran three of those and one and one three. Wow. We just spoke to the president of KZN Athletics before we had you on the line and he was telling us about yes. uh, about some of your of, of your great running and he was saying that yes. you never used to go out for a record. It would be people on the road that will tell you that you are in the record or you are outside of the record. Yes, that's true because you see what I'm trying to what I was trying to do was win. Mm. And it doesn't matter if it's a fast time or a slow time. If you can win, that's the primary goal. Thereafter, 
fantastic. It's a bonus if you get a record. But I never went straight for a record. I never chased a record at all because that wasn't the way I ran races. I would get a record as a bonus, as I say. And then the great Wally Hayward said to me a long time ago, and he's completely correct, mm. that all, all athletes borrow records but they keep titles. In other words, you, you will be the record holder for a while, but somebody will come along and run faster than you. But what they can't take away from you is that you won that particular year, um, whatever it was. So, yeah, titles are more important than records. Mm, well, for those who've just joined us, we are talking to the legendary uh, Bruce Fordyce, just reminiscing about his comrades' wins. There's nine wins, eight in a row, and just the other stuff that he's done uh, using the platform, obviously, to be a voice. And if you want to have, if you have any memories of Bruce Fordyce or you want to share anything to the on, on the conversation, please feel free to call us 0891104207, SMS40938, or WhatsApp number 0614104107. I'm also going to talk to him about this park run because everybody's talking about it and I hear he's the man that's made this park run happen but we'll have more after this break. Well, a very warm welcome back to your feel-good break. Same without SABC One's most loved soapy generation. For the man on screen, Graham Smith having won the toss and elected... Catch the top news clips and watch live streaming of major news events. Keep your favorite shows on TV and pay your TV license at over 10,000 stores nationwide. In case you've changed your address, got married, divorced, or want to change the account holder, let us know by going online at tvlic.co.za. That's tvlic.co.za and update your information. We thank you for your continued support through the years. TV licenses. Pay yours. Make a difference. Join the party on Top Billing this Saturday evening at 6 as a dream home gets built from shipping containers and filled with stunning upcycled design. Jonathan escapes to a Limpopo guest house on one of the most breathtaking hills in Africa. And yes, you can have an oak tree in your apartment by learning the Japanese art of bonsai. That's Top Billing this Saturday at 6 on SABC3. Let's have the conversation. 0891-104-207. Remember, SABC is the official broadcaster of the 2018 FIFA World Cup in Russia. Catch the 44 matches live on SABC One and on SABC radio stations from the 14th of June to the 15th of July. SABC is bringing Russia to Mzansi. Hashtag Kuzobalit. At SAFM Radio and at Tabiso Musia on Twitter. Let's go to the lines. We've already got people calling us. Monica in Johannesburg. Good evening. We have uh, Bruce Fordyce on the line. Ah, good evening. You've got a great man there. Bruce. <laughs> yes, Monica. The name Bruce Fordyce, Sean Mickeljohn, hmm. Nick Pister. I don't know. I spent the day glued to the TV every 31st of May. before. Yes, the it's lovely to watch. Yes. And please tell me, does arthritis come near you? Because me... Yeah, I've got a bad right knee now, which is giving me a lot of trouble. Uh, I'm still running, but uh, I have got a little bit. Uh, Why did you get uh, that knee? Did you fall or something? No, I think it's just the years and years of running. I mean, I've done nearly 200,000 kilometers. In fact, over 200,000 kilometers of training and racing and running, and that doesn't count... 
years of playing sport at school. I tried hard as a playing rugby, playing football. So there's a lot of a lot oh, of wear and tear in these days. Now beginning to tell you something. A little bit, yeah, it is. There's a gentleman, a senior citizen. I think he's passed away. What's his name? An old Wally Hayward. Wally Hayward. Mm. Oh, yes, he ran the car in 1988, comrade, at the age of 80 in nine hours and 45 minutes, which is just mind-boggling. And at 74, I haven't even ran round the block. I oh, but it's time to start. You just come <laughs> along and do one of our park runs. You'll love it. You can Bruce, walk. You know, comrades, in my subconscious mind, is Bruce Fordyce. Mm. Uh, thank you very much, Monica. Thank you, Monica. And they always said after after that incident in 1981 that he brought the comrades back to Comrades Marathon, Bruce Fordyce. Thank you for that call, Monica. And we're going to talk about that park run shortly. Let's go to Joe in Deben. Joe, good evening. The legend is here. Uh, good evening. Uh, and good evening to the legend, Bruce. How are you, Bruce? I'm fine. Thank you very well. I hope you are too. Yeah. I, I, I am. I mean, um, I, I, I just got a question for you. Um, I'm running my third uh, comrades on Sunday. Your uh, number, which, which number? Sorry? Which, uh, which number, number comrades? It's, it's number, number three. three. Um, okay, yeah, okay, okay. Yes. I did a back-to-back last year, and uh, I'm, I mean, uh, this year I'm attempting my number three. So my question to you is, how does one handle the stress relating to, like, doing number three? Because, I mean, I can barely sleep now. Since <laughs> yesterday, I'm looking forward to uh, the race on Sunday. I've done my preparations. Uh, yes. Physically and emotionally, um. Okay, but I mean, tell me, uh, how does one handle the relating to, you know... Uh, uh, it's, right, it's, your line is breaking up quite badly. How do you do what? How does, he, how does one handle the stress? He says he can't sleep anymore. He's thinking about comrades. How does he deal I mean, with the anxiety? Yeah. yeah, don't worry about the anxiety. I think just try and, try and uh, relax, take your mind off it, uh, watch television... Um, and by the way, and remind yourself that there are 21,000 people running on yeah. Sunday, and every one of those 21,000 is anxious and nervous, so you're not alone. Mm, you got no. that, Joe? Thanks, Joe. Yeah, no. Thanks, Joe. Okay, thanks, sir. All right, yes. Bruce, Bruce, when you ran, did you have a set-out strategy? I know you said you didn't go for the records, but did you have a strategy? Did you have a plan? Oh, did we lose Bruce? Hi, Bruce. Okay, we seem to have lost Bruce. We're going to try and get him on the line. I just wanted to understand. I'm here. Oh, you're still here. Okay, Bruce, yes, we've got you. I, just so wanted... I, did, I, I, had, a, I had a vague strategy, mm. and that was to be cautious. So I was always very cautious, started slowly, picked the pace up gradually after, after a few kilometers, and keep my, keep my main rivals in sight, but uh, don't get involved in any slugging match or any boxing match early on. Just... Keep uh, keep out of uh, keep out of any serious racing until the second half of the race. Mm, okay, so there's the tip. That's what worked for Bruce Fordyce. But looking ahead now, uh, uh, Bruce Fordyce, we've done a lot of comrades talk uh, this week, uh, but I'm interested in finding out about this park runs. Um, I, I saw you yeah. won an award, I think, last year or the year before, but everybody's talking about them. What is a park run? What is it all about? Okay, so park run was started by African in the UK uh, called Paul Sinton Hewitt. Uh-huh. It's 5Ks, 5 kilometers. It is free. That's the magic ingredient. It is uh-huh. free on a Saturday morning at 8 o'clock. And 
and it is every single Saturday, and the only thing we ask people to do is to register on the site, www.parkrun.co.za, and print a little barcode mm-hmm. that looks a little bit like a paper credit card. And you take that along, and what's wonderful about Parkrun is you can go as fast or as slowly as you like. You can walk the whole way, and we will, we will welcome you. We will take your time. You will get your results. And so we started in South Africa. Paul asked me to start in South Africa. We started with one park run in Delta Park in Johannesburg, mm-hmm. and 26 people came. And it's funny that you should ask me that because I just checked our numbers <laughs> about an hour ago. Mm. An hour ago, registered park runners in South Africa is 852,000 people mm. at, 100, at 142 different venues. Um, we are trying to make a strong drive to get more park runs into townships, and formerly disadvantaged because they are a little bit weak, mm. um, and we don't have enough representation there. But we're working on it, and we're very excited. We know Mamalodi Park will be coming along. We've got one in Sumita. We want another one. We've got um, Kwamashu down in, in Durban. Is there's a park yes. uh, in in Kamati Port, but but all over the country. And in fact, we're now spreading into up into Africa. We've got parklands in Namibia. And in Swaziland and Zimbabwe will start next year. They'll be ready in 2019. And we will have a million park runners before the end of the year. Wow. So it's, uh, it's absolutely phenomenal. It's so exciting to be part of it and to making a real difference in people's lives. And funnily enough, it's not about the exercise. The exercise is great and it's fantastic that people can do 5Ks, but it's actually about community. We're bringing communities together because they come together on a Saturday morning to go and do a park run and then we'll go for coffee and breakfast afterwards. And I hope I sound excited because I'm still so excited about it. <laughs> I remember you made a strong statement, I think it was last year, when you said you're going to take part in the one in Kwamashu. Yes, I've run Kwamashu twice. Mm. Yeah. Why did you feel and the need to go specifically yeah. there? Why did, sorry? Why did you feel the need to go specifically to Kwamashu? Well, because Kwamashu came to us. Mm-hmm. We, don't, we actually don't park run. Mm-hmm. We wait for communities to approach us, mm-hmm. and then they approach us and they say, we want a park run in our town. We want a park run in our village or in our town, in our township, and then we come up and set it up. Mm-hmm. So to give you an, uh, an example, mm-hmm. tomorrow we are starting Ashburton Park in Mansburg, mm-hmm. and it's, it's no coincidence that I happen to be down here for the Commerce Marathon, so we will mm-hmm. start that one. But next week is Freyhaite. Mm. And the following week after that is Woolsey in the Cape. And that is, is oh, I can't even think, but we've got park runs popping up all over the country. Uh, one every, new one every Saturday. We had and, it, uh, every yeah. single week, three to 4,000 people join park run. Wow. We had Ilana so, Mayer on the show a couple of weeks ago. She also had one in Stellenbosch, right? Yes, there's a, there's a lovely one in Stellenbosch called Route 44, which is one of the most beautiful park runs in the world. Oh, that is great stuff. I want to find out more about this park run because if it's free, there must be sponsors or corporate that is helping you. And I want to find out about the support that you're getting. But we just need to take a quick break, uh, Bruce Fordyce. This week, we visit the 1860 Legacy Centre in Durban and meet the Brahma Kumaris in Cape Town. Anuradha prepares a traditional sambar on conscious cooking. And we advance in the Yoga for Wellness and Ramayan, a blueprint for daily living series. Catch Sadna the Inward Path every Sunday at 7 a.m. on SABC3.
In March this year, special assignment exposed the desperate conditions of a sick inmate languishing inside a Johannesburg prison medium B section. Despite an undertaking by prison authorities to address the matter, the inmate passed away inside prison. His family is demanding answers. Hey, I don't know why they're treating prisoners like this. Like they're treating prisoners like dogs. I, I don't know. I don't know these people. They are not fair. Watch special assignment Sunday night at 9:30 on SABC3. We are wrapping up with the legendary Bruce Forrest. I'm going to go to the lines quickly. Mr. Forrest, I just wanted to find out what kind of support are you getting with these park runs if you are able to make them free? Um, Yeah, we get support from our sponsors. Um, Am I allowed to mention them? Yes, yes, go ahead. But yeah, um, uh, Vitality, Discam and uh, Mr. Price Sport. Without their uh, sponsorship, of course, we couldn't bring it free. Uh, and so that's why the magic ingredient is that you, you don't pay anything to, to take part in a parkland. Mm. And we will never allow uh, anyone to have to pay. It's free for everybody. Oh, that is great. Let's go to the Lions Reds. In Deben, you've got a question for the legend. Hi, Bruce. Can I speak to Bruce? Y- yes. Hi. Hello. I'm from Deben. Hi, Bruce. Yes. Hi. Hello. In 1992, I did my first marathon, 42 kilometers in Mpangeni. Do you remember the Mpangeni race? It was a 42k race. You were there. I ran right alongside you for about a kilometer. (laughs) And my greatest regret was not even talking to you. I was so intimidated. Do you remember the race? I remember the Mpangeni marathon. I remember coming third and getting 50 rand prize money. (laughs) Is it? Yes, we raced against a chukuchuku, the steam train. Do you remember that? Yes, that's right. Yes, we raced the steam train. Yes, yes. And after that, there was a band in the tent on the radio railway platform. Yeah, there was good music. And you gave a motivational speech there, Bruce. You gave a motivational speech. And there was a band playing in the back. Yes. Oh, what great memories, man. My greatest regret was I ran a kilometer with you alone, and I never said a word. What would you have said, Red? I was so intimidated. What would you have said? I saw TV, and yeah, I was running next to you. <laughs> thanks okay. for the great memories, eh? well, thanks for the company. Awesome, man. Okay, Reds. Thanks. Bye. At least you got a chance now to speak to Bruce Fordyce on SAFM. Uh, Billy, you say you've watched all of the races. What's your comment? You know, we tend to remember only the champions, the winners. Yes. We could not remember Vinicius Soccer, you know, who beat in the World Cup. We actually could not care. We care about the champions. Mm. Now, Oh, Billy, I, I really cannot hear that. I really cannot hear that. Uh, yeah, you I also can't. Hear. I'm sorry. Okay, we're gonna we, we're gonna try and get you on a better line, uh, um, Billy in PE. Bruce, just on 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 the park runs. Also, I read somewhere that you were saying that actually, what makes you so happy about this park runs is that after the people run, they get together, they go have coffee, they go have breakfast. There's like a community spirit uh, that, that 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 comes with this park runs. Yeah, that's, that's, I think, is the most phenomenal thing. It's the community spirit. And I forgot to mention the most important parkrun. Mm. It would be also impossible to create any parkrun without wonderful volunteers. Yes. But every single parkrun, you get volunteers who come along for no reward whatsoever except a thank you and a hug. And they set up and they do the timing and they do the marshalling and the scanning. And those people are unbelievable. And I thought it would not work in South Africa 
because I incorrectly thought we didn't have a great volunteer spirit, mm. and I was wrong. And our volunteers have been absolutely amazing. And they come in all weather, and they come an hour before anybody else gets there, and they set up. And uh, that, that in itself, just the, the wonderful volunteers throughout South Africa who make Parkland happen, uh, fills me with pride. I, I think it's, a, it's quite an amazing thing that they do. Does, does it cater for people with disabilities also? Does it cater for people who? The disabled. Um, in some cases, yes. Look, uh, some are not disabled-friendly, but mm-hmm. um, one of our park runners, uh, Ari Serlis, is a quadriplegic, in, and he's in uh, Durban North Beach Park Run. He's done more than 100 in his wow. wheelchair. So what we ask people to do is to have a look at, at what the looks like and then make your mind up about it or approach us. But we have many injured runners who come along and walk. Mm. Right? Wow. And we look at, and of course we have a lot of, um, we're getting a more a growing number of visually impaired mm. uh, uh, runners and walkers at our park runs. Um, and they are a, a big group who we're very proud of. Uh, yeah, so it is, it is making some impact there. Great stuff. We've got Billy again. Billy, a quick one. We've got you on a better line, I'm told. Okay. Can you hear me now? Much better, Billy. Good. Uh, Bruce is a true African. Mm. I couldn't really care where he was born, three months old, blah, 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 blah. A true African. Mm. Because uh, when, he was winning those, when he was winning those races, you just could see somebody who can really go for endurance. Mm. I mean, Bruce, for nine times, not obviously marathon, I used to walk when I was in Cape Town from Samuelstown to Mowbray. That's about 30 kilometers. I would be in pain with blisters. I could imagine you running 90 kilometers, you know? Mm. Now tell me something, Bruce. Just before you would win the race, in several occasions I've been watching you, you would chat to the fellow runners, the number fives, number sevens, whatever. And then shortly after you speak to them, you just accelerate and become number one. Was that your psychological <laughs> yeah. stunt? Thank you, Bruce. <laughs> Thanks, Billy. Yeah, no, I was very good. I was very good finishing fast, <laughs> running the last quarter of the race uh, uh, quickly, and that uh, that is actually the best tactic for the the the, person, the the man and the woman who win on Sunday will be the ones who run the last twenty k's the fastest. Ah, okay. Quick ones, Bruce. As we go off now, we've got two minutes left. I've got a question there on the SMS line from Jack who says, who wants to know the program of eating spaghetti. Was that really helpful in the build-up to comrades or was it a hoax? No, no. So in those days, we all carbohydrate loaded. You know, we were, we carbo-loaded and there are a lot of runners who still do that. So they, eat their, they eat their pasta, they eat bread, they eat rice or whatever. But of course, now I'm an ardent Tim Noakes fan, so I'm... No more carbohydrates. <laughs> I've lowered them a lot. So it's amazing how things change uh, with time. But uh, the majority of, of comrades runners on, on tomorrow will be carbohydrate loading for Sunday's race. The other question we have, do you remember the late Dr. John Goodlantin from the medical tent? Do I remember the late? Dr. John Godlinton. Yes, John Godlinton. What a wonderful in the medical tent. Yeah, he's... Uh, He's inserted a few uh, um, IV drips into my arm over the years. Uh, you know, where sometimes when you finish comrades and you're completely wiped out, they, they take you to the medical tent and they possibly put some fluid into you. And John was in charge of the whole of the medical tent. And I can tell you, the medical tent at the end of the comrades marathon looks like an army battlefield tent. Um, 
you know, it was full of full of the wounded. So he did a wonderful job, and we miss him. Okay. He was a great, great comrade, doctor. Well, you are great comrades, Rana, yourself, Bruce Forrest, and that's why we thought we should bring you on the show, sir, just to give you the respect that you deserve. You've touched so many people, and people can never forget how you make them feel. I mean, Tammy on Twitter is saying Bruce is probably the only white person in apartheid essay that black people actively supported in his sporting activities. I remember my grandfather saying, which means you could run like you were being chased by a dog. <laughs> Thank you very much. Thank you, Bruce. I all the best. It and good luck to all the comrades runners on Sunday. Thank you. Thank you very much, Bruce. Thank you for giving Thanks us your time, much. sir. The legendary Bruce Fordyce. What more can I say? Thank you, Luyolo. Thank you, Sylvester. Uh, thank you to Helen Kulchik, the executive producer. Up next is Lizette Khan with Off the Pitch. My name is Tabiso Musia.